Good morning and welcome back to His Call My Purpose. It has been a while. How is everyone doing this beautiful Monday morning? I wish I could see all of your beautiful faces and your smiles and your intently listening to the sounds of my voice. And I hope you have a wonderful and motivated Monday. This morning, I am going to start off this week's podcast talking about busyness. I happened to do a sermon yesterday and it was talking about being plugged in and unplugged. But one of the key verses I used, and I would encourage you to go back and read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 15. And in this, Solomon is speaking. And I'm just going to read verse 1 that says, There is a time for everyone, everything, not everyone. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven. Let me read that again. There is a time for everything, not some things, not just the little things, not just what you choose, but for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens okay so if we look at our understanding of the heavens that is everywhere we look everywhere we go and we know that in our life we go through seasons and we go through changes changes and we go through growth so there's a time for everything so when we sit and we tend to say oh I'm overwhelmed and I'm busy and I'm weighted down. I ask you a question. Whose fault is that? Is that your fault or is that God's fault? Because scripture says there is a time for everything. So is it time for you to be doing that ministry? Is it time for you to add that to your plate? Is it time for you to remodel the room in the house? Is it time for you to fix the garage? Is it time? Now, don't get me wrong. There are things that happen in our life that we have to take care of on an emergency basis that pop up and they need to be done. Whether it is a water heater broken, refrigerator broken, washing machine broken, pipes broken in the house, uh, kids busted a hole in the house, you know, playing nothing, nothing, you know, bad or malicious. Um, but there are things that have to be taken away, taken care of immediately. But think about it. If you weren't, if every moment of your day was not overwhelmed and preoccupied, you would be available to take care of those unscheduled things without being overwhelmed. This world, this society in which we live in is a society that perpetuates busyness. Because if you're not busy and you're not doing, you're what? You're considered lazy. You're considered um, uh, sloth, non-productive, non-focused. But that's not the case. Just because you are able to sit down, to breathe, And to take a Sabbath when you're supposed to take a Sabbath, is that wrong? 
because that's how God wired us. That's how God created us. If we look at back in scripture, I'm a scripture you guys to death today. Um, on the seventh day, what did he do? God rest. He did everything six days and on his seventh day, he rested. And he looked at everything he said he's done and he said it was good. Okay, so was he, did he have to rest? No, I don't believe he had to rest because I believe anything God spoke, anything God did, he spoke it into existence. We know it doesn't take much because when we get started and we rattling off stuff and getting people told, that'll take but a minute, right? So why is it that he rested? Showing you an example that after I've done everything that I was supposed to do, after I've done everything with value, after I've done everything with purpose, I am still required to rest. How much rest, scheduled, dedicated rest do you get? Most of us now are, we're on our hustle because we, we, we got to make that dollar. We got to pay that bill. We got to, and we forget to rest. We even do that because we think about, oh, you know, my family, my home, my rent, my car payment, you know, the food on the table. We think about all that and we're like, oh, you know, can't rest. But then let's go back in our ministries where we serve. We want to be everything to everybody. We want to help everybody. We want to be there for everybody. We want to support everybody. We want to encourage everybody. But what about the rest? What about the rest? Because if you think about it, if you don't rest, how good are you really for that person? How well can you really help that person if you don't take time to rest? If you don't take time to just be? Because again, sometimes we think rest means pouring back into us. Okay, I'm a rest, but I'm gonna go to another conference. I'm a rest because I'm gonna read another book so I'll be able to study. I'm a rest so... No, rest means just like that. No movement, no sound, nothing. That means just being. And I believe to the, in this day, that's very hard for us. Because even in a state of rest, we're thinking about our next move. We're thinking about how to improve something. We're thinking about how to make something better. After, you know, it's like, I can even be guilty of that as, as well. So I preached a sermon yesterday. And after that sermon, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what could I do better? How could I make my presentation better? How could I make it more engaging in this season for other people? How can I draw people in? How? And I'm like, can you just rest? Can you just be quiet? Can you get somewhere and sit down and let God tell you the rest? Because if it's needed and if it's warranted, he will instruct me what to do, when to do it and how to do it. But here I am, brain just, and I, to a point, I'm being honest and remember I talk about transparency. I had a headache. I seriously had a crazy headache because I was so focused on what are people thinking? What are people saying? How are people feeling? How could I get the word across? Did I make sense? Did I? And I'm so busy worried and busy. And, and that's, and it was just, it was, it was horrible to the point where I couldn't even relax. And finally I had to say, okay, let me go take some Tylenol and go lay down and just be. And the headache went away. <laughs> and I and don't say, oh, it's because you took the Tylenol. No, it's because my butt sat down and stopped worrying and just said, okay, Lord, when it's time, you will reveal to me what I need to do, how I need to say it, and when I need to say it. But we try to get ahead of things. You know, again, when we look at this world, 
how much time do we spend with our family? I mean, actually spend. I'm not talking about cooking the meal. I'm not talking about, you know, preparing for the next day. How much time do we just spend at the table with our family? Just kiki-kiing, just laughing and just, you know. And I'm not saying, okay, family time can also be sitting in front of the TV all together in this season and watching a movie and eating some popcorn and just enjoying being in the presence. So when I say don't think, oh, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a good parent and I'm not doing because I'm not, that's, that's not what I'm saying. But when we think about our kids, our kids are spending this crazy screen time in front of the computer with teachers and then they may get off and then they're back at a screen watching TV or they may not do that and they're back at a screen playing a game on a video game. You know, it's 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 screen time, it's screen time. And it's and it's intermittent and it's it's not um there's no focus. So what are we doing to help our kids adjust to the busyness of this world because even though you're sitting at a computer, it's still busy. Because it's still, you know, they have to sit and they have to listen to the teacher and then they have to try to do the skill and then they, and then then on to the next thing. The teacher's on to the next thing and on to the next thing because the teacher themselves are trying to get everything that they normally would teach in this presence on a screen time and keep their attention. And we know, I, I, I commend and I am applauding parents who have little people in kindergarten to keep them sitting in a chair staring at a lady that they've never met before and hearing all this chaos and confusion of all these other kids online that's busyness <laughs> that's chaos um but getting back to us when we live out our lives remember that your life is in and out of seasons you're going to have a season of overflow and then you may have a season of drought you may have a season of service and then a season of quietness you may have a season of of i don't know i don't know what's in your life and i don't know what god has placed in your life and i don't know where god has placed you but remember, everything has a time. Sometimes we rush it because we're impatient, because we don't understand that our timing is not God's timing, but there is still time for it. You know, um, some of us make schedules so tight and so rigid that there's really no time to enjoy life. There's really no time. I believe that part of this time of COVID, God is trying to say, okay, now it's time to sit at my feet. It's time to be in my presence. It's time to communicate with me because now you have no excuse. Now you have no one else to turn to. Now it's just me and you rocking this and rolling till the wheels come off. But we find other distractions. We find other things to turn to. And then we go back and then when we get overwhelmed, oh God, why don't I have any time? I don't have any time to do this. And I don't have any time to do that. And I never have any time. And then I believe in this season, God gave us a whole bunch of time. And we're still not managing that time wisely. My question is, stop. Stop. Stop all the doing right now. And look at your life and ask God, what am I purposely supposed to be doing right now? Because this might be a season when all you're supposed to do in your ministry is serve your family, believe it or not. This might be a time in your ministry where all you're supposed to do is study the word of God. No preaching, no teaching, just pouring into you, depositing into yourself. 
This may be a time where you may be on your knees, where God is saying, I know you do. You give me your morning prayers and your evening prayers, but you know what? Cut all that out. I need you to be fervently on your knees constantly in prayer. No watching the clock, no setting a timer, just in your prayer closet, in your prayer chair, in your prayer corner, going in, not just for you, but those around you, those in your church, those in your community, those in your country, those you don't know. God is saying there's a time and what is that time for you right now? What are you doing? What is God telling you it's time for? What are you holding on to that God is telling you it's time to let it go? What are you afraid of that God is telling you it's time to embrace? Look at the time and the season in your life and listen to the voice of God. Listen to where he's taking you. Listen to where he's guiding you. Because if you don't listen, you're going to trip up and you're going to fall and you're going to stay in that state of busyness. Because all busyness does, in my opinion, is cause confusion, cause anxiety, causes disappointment, causes misunderstanding. And why would we want to live in a space with all that negativity? And some of us sit in there and we're like, oh, no, I don't let that in my world. Oh, no. But at some point, yeah, you do. Because how do you avoid it? If you stay in a state of busyness, you are always going to be moving forward and then you're always going to be on the go. You're always going to be rushing. You're always going to be going to the next thing so that when it comes time for you to slow down and hear something that you should have heard, you're not going to hear it, which is going to cause confusion in your busyness. It's going to cause you to be worried about productivity and getting to the next thing and making sure everybody has what they have, which is going to cause you to get anxious. See, we don't we want to say that we're not these things because those are things that we know have a negative connotation. But if we actually look at our lives and we put those things into action there, they actually exist, even though we don't call them out and we don't name them. They exist. So be mindful of where you are. Be mindful of what you're doing. Be mindful of yourself and busyness. And you don't have to stay in that state. Yes, there are seasons where we will tend to get busy because you can make all the schedules you want. You can have all the right intentions you want and still get caught up in busyness. But I would say live each day to the fullest. Start each day in the foundation of the word and 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 connect it to the father because then you'll be able to ask God make me aware of the times when I am my most busiest and let me give it back to you and let you tell me when it's time to move when it's time to stop and when it's time to just stay still because staying still does not mean you necessarily stop Stay still means I, I stopped because I need to hear you. I stopped doing what I was doing. I Well, I stood still. So you might say, wait, stop and stood still are two different things. I want to clarify. When I say stand still, that means stand still long enough to hear your next instruction from God. Stand still long enough to, to, to understand what the process is and where he's trying to take you and where you have maybe ve veered off to the right or to the left. Stop means you are no longer doing anything with regards to that situation, that thing. So standing still means I'm waiting for my next directive on what I'm doing. Moving means I've got my directive and I'm moving forward. But there's a time for everything. 
And remember, in that timing, if God is in it, everybody around you will be on one accord. Everybody around you will be supportive. Everybody around you will be encouraging and supportive of that lack of busyness. But if they are in their state of busyness, they're not going to understand what you're doing. They're not going to, and you have to understand that everybody's not on the same page at the same time, at the same point of understanding in their walk where they are. I hope I didn't confuse you. I hope you understood what I was just trying to say this morning. Quick moment. Didn't want to, you know, didn't want to belabor the thought, but be mindful of busyness and be reminded there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun. So everything that God has for you, everything that God wants you to do, everything that you have purpose in your life, there is a season and a time for it. Wait patiently and obediently for God to move. Real talk, real life.